0: Alright, no complaining. We still don't have a theme song. I wrote one, but then I forgot it. I cannot remember the chords to save my life, and you cannot be mad at it.
1: Our old, right. our old podcast had a theme song, right, Keith.
0: Nick, you gotta stop talking about it, because it's dead. Anyway, hello. Welcome to Here's a Podcast. Are you happy now? That's a rhetorical question. Please don't interrupt us. Interrupted immediately. Oh my, I mean this is like, alright, well hey, let's get let's put in pretty faces.
1: Let's, here we go.
0: Hi, you've reached Cheers, podcast where you happy now, starring Nick and Keegan. Who's calling? This is Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Uh, Charlie. Wow, we've been waiting three. to hear from you for a while. Three. Wrong. Bye, Charlie.
1: For those who may not be as well versed in the podcast, he was guessing the first digit of Keegan's social security number. Guess three. He was incorrect. Anyway,
0: we've rebranded. We've moved websites. We've made this thing slick. All of our content's sick. Keegan Duffy Hour. I don't even remember what was that.
1: It's dead. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but I know it's dead. I know it's long
0: gone. Here's a podcast to be happy now. It's very live. It's very sick. It's very funny. And chill. And, And chill. And you're listening to it right now. It's still us, Nick and Keegan, Keegan and Nick. We're still blogging. I'm no longer asking Nick's permission on what to publish. We actually got the same haircut this week from different barbers, and we now look exactly the same. And we're just a couple of Brooklyn podcasters. This is our. Probably what? Our eighth podcast now? Something like that. Eighth episode, you know, technically third of this podcast. Well, you no know, details the matter. Basically, Leonardo da Vinci once made an oil painting of some huge douchebags, and that Artsy app just mashed our faces to it. What's that one called? Uh, the Google Arts and Culture app? Yeah. And I'm doing a lot of our
1: online research about that kind of thing and others.
0: That's, a, that's awesome. Anyway, you know the deal. We're scooped up some of the juiciest, most exciting, most ridiculous, most eye-grabbing, most consensual date-grabbing, bestest <laughs> stories of the week. And we're just trying to send you into the weekend well-informed.
1: You owe us. And
0: we wrote a theme song for you and then forgot it, and now we're going to write it again, so us triple. This episode is brought to you by
1: our new tattoos, baby. You heard us right. We're bad boys now. Real bad. This whole podcast is going to change. This one couldn't be made possible without the blatant disregard for our future bodies and some seriously impulsive behavior. Also, big shout out to Craig, who didn't blink once when he tattooed our stupid ideas immediately onto our skin using a burning pen.
0: It was hot. This one's
1: because of you, Craig. My ass will never be the same. And my forearm. My good arm. Take my strong
0: hand. Take my take my strong hand.
1: So if you're thinking about getting a tattoo or making a bad decision, do it. Consult
0: Craig. Yeah, okay, yeah. That was probably the better the better advice. And do it. Also, don't be afraid to tell your tattoo artist no. That's good life advice. That's or good just life like, advice. don't be
1: afraid to tell people no. Yeah. That's not our theme.
0: That's not our theme. Our theme of the week is our relationship to the natural world. Keegan, hit us oh. off. We have another call. Well, oh, yep. who's this? I mean, here we go. Uh, who's to say? Hi, you've reached Cheers, the podcast for you, happy now, starring Nick and Keegan. Who's calling? This is Caroline. Oh, Caroline, oh, long-time shit. listener, first-time caller.
1: Oh yeah, Caroline. We're gonna ask you one simple question. We need you to guess the first digit of Keegan's social security number. The first digit of Keegan's social security
0: number. That's the game. Three. Nope. Wrong. Bye. Man, two two callers guessing three in one night. The odds are, buy a lottery ticket, folks, and don't try to guess again. Keegan, what's the first story of the night? First story of the night is Switzerland bans boiling lobsters. Um, The the sovereign state, the sovereign nation of Switzerland, just uh, actually banned... You're not allowed to cook lobsters alive anymore. There's been some research on their nervous systems. There's been a realization that maybe they can feel pain. And now you have to knock them out and boil them instead. Which, has that been a possibility the whole time? (laughs) Which seems like... Look, I'm no shellfish or fish expert, as many listeners know. I'm allergic to
1: fish. Allegedly.
0: I mean, that's not not confusing.
1: Don't try some shellfish, because when is it ever an appropriate time to try an analogy? Either way, if this was always an option, that's ridiculous. Right. Like, how inhumane can you get that we were voluntarily just throwing in something live?
0: If it's just been for shits and giggles, we're... Like, my stance on this is... You can't be mad at boiling lobsters if it if it tastes if it makes it taste better. Like right. you boil them alive and it makes it taste better. So be it like we don't critique sharks for the way they eat us. We don't critique bears for the way they eat us. We're pissed they eat us. But no one's like, "Man, it's that shark bit right. off my leg and like sharks should cook it before it's right. Right. it Right. Sharks added. should like sever your brain stem and kill you immediately rather than yep. bite off your leg and make you bleed to death. That being said, if we could just knock out lobsters and not have them scream as they meet excruciating deaths while like looking at their families, yep, and have it taste the exact same, we are monsters. In
1: seventh grade, I went to Matt Haas's uh, summer house and we went lobstering. We caught a bunch of pregnant lobsters, which are not allowed to do, but we we got them anyway. And man, I will never forget the, those screams. If you've
0: a problem with that, also speak to our lawyer, Remy yep, Lieberman.
1: Please, Remy Lieberman Esquire. But you know that sort of leads to traumatic experiences. The next one.
0: You heard them screaming?
1: Well, I heard them screaming. It was fucking... It was I'm, awful. I've never heard a lobster scream. Oh, right? I heard it and it like had eggs and like Bill they, Haas was were laughing. They, were they... <laughs> what? Like, yeah, was his that, dad what, was a wild man. Do, I love it. What did the
0: eggs matter? Like, did they pop?
1: No, you can just see them. You, like, see they, like, you were there. watching it as it screamed? We dropped it in. I
0: figure you just put the pot, the lid on, and and like oh, play, no, you like play with thing. the Rubik's cube or something. It was the whole
1: thing. That was a really traumatic trip for me because I also watched The Exorcist for the first time and like wow. was one of those kids who like said I would do it but I really didn't want to. Right. I was like a real puss. Yeah, and it was scary. God, I saw it, but I was scared. It's so, like I heard the lobster scream, yeah. I saw that thing. Bill Haas asked me a bunch of questions at Michael Jordan's steakhouse. It was a super traumatic trip.
0: Uh, Nick is lying down on the couch right now. You yeah. can't see him. but <laughs> Welcome to my therapy session. Welcome to therapy sessions. A cat attacks a woman and then ran her over with her own car. And the original story with this was I mean, what the mass media wants you to believe yep. is woman gets in car. Crooked Hillary. Yeah, what Crooked Hillary wants you to believe is woman gets in car, cat somehow leaps into the running car attacks woman this is a house cat woman then bails out of car that's in reverse already and it rolls over her and like come on you did just- she die? no no oh. no. I don't think so sounds if like a
1: hilarious like a ridiculous did, thing rest
0: peace. but yeah. right well and also like do you believe that story? no the detail like who starts a car with the door open? very few people very few people So cat just leaps in through open door no one rolls down the window before they start the car like
1: Cats can jump in through the window while it's moving that means, that's, no, insane. that's insane that's like right. cats are agile Right. This is why we should start a detective aid. so we talked about this before Right
0: There's just something there's something this is ridiculous this
1: is bad police work bad reporting Right
0: and it's just like I don't what's the what's the difficulty admitting that cats are evil like my big thing is, like, you walk into your house, and you see your cat waiting for you in the window. And if you think it's cute, it's not it's learning how to it's teaching itself how to drive. Right. So.
1: One of my favorite, um, like, tweets or memes or something was, if, if I got rid of my cat, who would tell me um, what to kill?
0: Right. And I love that.
1: <laughs> like, that's, like, to me, that's cats. Right. It's, like, they're the ones who just whisper, like, kill him.
0: Do it. This cat, this cat was, like, a few weeks ago, we had a cat that rode in the back of a truck. A Pepsi truck from Georgia, California.
1: Yeah, there's like... And it's like these
0: things... No, like they use you. Yeah. Like they either... We had a cat when I was a kid. Our family had a cat named... We had two cats. My family's really into naming animals people names. I love that. We had two cats, Matt and David. Um, (laughs) Biblical names. They were were brothers. Yeah, they were biblical (laughs) (laughs) names. You know, the book of Matt. (laughs) Matthew. And um, (laughs) we were in this small suburb of Chicago, Evanston, and Matt was kind of a house cat. But David, he just started going home to a different house. Yeah, and it was like, well, I guess that's what that's what cats do. Like David was done with us, and and we respected that. And Matt got super fat when we moved to Vermont, and then he got eaten by a fisher cat. So it's like, who, who chose better? Who, yeah, unconfirmed. Who David? We don't. Yeah, we didn't yeah. know David's fate, but he probably had a family that cared about him more. Know. A New Hampshire mom delivers her own baby. In a Target parking lot in New Hampshire.
1: This one's different than our other baby delivery stories.
0: Very similar. So, baby very deliveries in so.
1: weird places is definitely one of our main.
0: Yeah, we love themes. that. We love because it. it's imp- baby deliveries are, I think, scary.
1: Terrifying, very exciting scary. and terrifying. Exciting.
0: To, I guess you're excited you're having a right. kid, right? But
1: anything in a there is no good story that comes out of a Target parking lot.
0: Okay, so it's funny you say that because I would disagree because in New Hamp. What's ironic about this story is that in New Hampshire. It takes you, unless you live... Target is the best place Target to be. Target is the best place to be, and it is so rare to be by Target. Really? So, yeah, it's like, if you want to go to Target, it's like an hour trip from my house. So it's, opening like thing, one like my it's like, yeah, it's like a one where everyone gets in It's like a day trip, you go to Target. Whereas, like, here we hop on the 5 train, and it's like, we're there. And it still exhausts you as if it was a day trip. Right, I should so have known that. It's ironic that this couple ends up in a Target parking lot. The last, the, with that being their last priority. So
1: why do you take issue with this story? I take
0: issue with this because women have got it tough and for a lot of reasons one of those reasons is you have to give birth to babies yeah and you know and they they come out of spaces that are they're not meant for i mean i guess maybe they are meant for babies to go through but <laughs> who's to say who's, to, who's say? to say right say what's meant who's for to what? say what's meant for what but all i know is if i was a lady like, I personally like I, I like the idea of having kids someday but if I was a lady I'd just probably dislike that idea I, yeah I would be like yeah fuck it like the thought of having kids great the thought them. of squeezing a well that's our studio door is really squeaky the thought of squeezing <laughs> a, a life size living breathing screaming, peeing screaming. red attached to me by a strip of flesh yeah. from it's belly button to wherever in my body who knows that's a and I button. shit that thing out of me not like there's no pros cons like there's no pro that is going to outweigh that con right. basically giving birth is when like women should be coddled like that's their moment right. where like you are you, you are shitting out a human being you should be able to tell anyone you should be able to say fuck to anyone yeah. anything you should yeah. be able to say fuck you to your husband fuck you to the doctor and, like, the fact you have to deliver it, you're, like, that just sucks for her. Yeah. And husband was in the car. And He's, where were the rest of the people? How? how what are you doing this there? This is kind of the case with every surprise baby delivery of, like... You should be ready. Yeah, like how do you not? I know it's ex, I guess it's exp. Whatever. Yeah. All right. There's a lot of things I don't understand, but yeah. how you end up at a Target parking lot at 3 a.m. when you should have just been in the hospital. The natural order. Like of at things. some point in that night, you've got to be like, hey, it's time to go to bed. Baby hasn't come yet. Let's go to the ER. Right.
1: Seems Absolutely. like a good idea. But again, it's just all about the relationship just, to how how the world works. Right. And the natural Way order. Bring bring and people the aren't theme. ready. Yeah. We always got to bring it back to the. We got to
0: bring back to. The and theme.
1: on the theme, this is probably my favorite story of the week. Yeah. A guy held in a sneeze and blew a hole through his throat.
0: Yeah. Can you explain? Well, guy, basically, I have a few, this, again, mainstream media, Hillary's media, is going to tell you that you shouldn't hold in your sneezes, you should let them go. Right. Um, My grandma, rest in peace, actually spent her whole life holding in sneezes and it got to the point where she didn't, she couldn't sneeze. That's insane. Yeah, like she couldn't, her sneezes were very strange. Um, But basically they're gonna the mainstream media is gonna tell you that you shouldn't hold on your sneezes. And I'm gonna say fuck you. Like hold in your sneezes. Like you think we're gonna ride the sub well You're right, I guess it might have. She didn't know how to sneeze. Yeah. Yeah. I mean But it's like you're gonna I'm not gonna ride the subway and suddenly have people sneezing on me. Like that place is already dirty as shit. I think every set of manners like every decision on hygiene, et cetera, should have to undergo the New York City subway public transport test. And like, I did the math, there's like eight places where you can sneeze on a subway. The corners, you're allowed to sneeze, and in between cars, where you can fit, you know, three to eight people, it's your choice. You can throw an arm up. If you have No, no, no. So, no. No, no, no. Fair. You think it's just It's too it. tight. It's too tight it and there's tight. no air circulation and that shit is a, it's it's terrible. True. But the, the issue here is the dude plugged his nose when he tried to hold in the sneeze. And that's like that's a that's an old that's an old oil saying. That's nat, like watch Armageddon like you yeah. never try to plug 100%. No. You got to you got to use your you, throat, you, throat and like you you release 15%. You got to on
1: You bust the brain, cell. You don't try to release zero. Yeah.
0: Right. If you do this you deserve to pop a hole in your throat. So people don't hold in your sneezes. Speaking of people, I mean, do hold in your yes. Yeah, do
1: hold in your sneezes. I agree. And this sort of sorry to cut you off, but it's fine. leads into the next story really well. Of like people are making decisions that are harmful. They're purposely harmful for themselves. Right. You know. And in Japan, people are eating these poisonous blowfish.
0: I want to reiterate, you must hold in your sneezes. I know. you... I know. Continue. So people I'm are eating poisonous like, blowfish. Right.
1: You, you hold in your sneeze, but you also know like that it could hurt you a little bit.
0: Right, well, yeah, you do it in a way where you're not, like, yeah, you don't, 100%. you never, you, like, you know what snot particles can fly out of you at 100 miles an hour? That's insane. Yeah, It's in, that's like, I don't know how fast bullets go, but it probably more than 100 miles an hour. People in Japan are eating, they eat poisonous fugu, I think is what it's called. Yeah, something like that. And it's like, if it's not prepared in a very specific way... It will you can it can kill you. Yeah, like you have to take the liver out. Which some is may remember the, Simps-
1: the classic Simpsons episode where Homer thinks he eats the poisonous blowfish. Right, it's been going on for a while. It's a thing.
0: Yeah, well, my big thing is, is so basically, surprise! Some of these poisonous blowfish, like two of these poisonous blowfish in, let's just say Tokyo, because we're those kind of guys. We're to- not prepared. Guys who love Tokyo. Guys who love Tokyo. We're not prepared correctly and. Japan, like Tokyo, lost its shit. Like they were yep. going on loudspeakers, shouting, "Don't eat fugu! Don't eat fugu!" And if you like eating a fish that is this poisonous, you can't be, be mad. Be like, you have to be ready to get. You have to be ready to get. That also has to be
1: part of the allure of like eating it, right? It's like right. I could
0: die. Right. It just is a little surprising to me that this one. And also, it's not surprising. Fugu is the leading cause of food poisoning in Japan. It's like people get poisoned from this all the time. Because if you ever worked in the service industry, it's like you really think that every chef, I I can tell you every chef in New York City doesn't have a food handler's license. I I can guarantee guarantee every chef in Tokyo doesn't have a fugu. That's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. I can guarantee not every one of these chefs that's cutting up fugu like the issue is they forgot to take out the liver that's a poisonous part like that's just a fucking idiot who they brought in off the street to so be like trying. shorter yeah. yeah it's absurd speaking of absurd if one more person tells me not to eat a Tide Pod I'm gonna eat one I'm gonna eat a fucking Tide Pod like Big Pharma shut the fuck up yeah you've, you've ruined enough lives already they look delicious shouldn't have made them look so good I've been obsessed with like the smell of laundry detergent since it I was a little kid. It smells amazing. Like my first memories all smell like laundry detergent. I've been obsessed with Tide Pods for my entire life. That's and very beautiful. That's smell it's thing. It's on. It's on them. It's on whatever that fucking what's that? Uh, Do- not Dove. Um, P and G. Pressure. No, not know no. What? Who makes Tide Pods? Like, Tide. Tide. Yeah. It's on Tide. For- <laughs> <laughs> Tide makes Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs> it's on them. It's on them for Do- making something that, that smells delicious. Yeah, it looks and you delicious. Can't eat. But also- so- so, it looks
1: like you want to put it in your mouth and pop it. Right. Like right, a gusher. Right.
0: Speaking of gushers, rats didn't cause the Black Plague. Yeah. The Black Plague. The Black Plague. <laughs> <laughs> rats didn't cause the Black yeah. Plague. So, we, this is our first formal apology of Here's a Podcast Are You Happy Now. First official apology. And I'd like to apologize to rats for we blamed yeah. you for, you know, I'll do some rough mental math 950, 10,000, 1,000 years. Yeah. A long time. A long time yeah. that you, you, and it really was just people being dirty.
1: And also, like.
0: Speaking of why you should hold sneezes in
1: yeah speaking of we're sorry sorry to the recent players on your team can you give us a little explanation of what's sure. been going on i don't know life? why i'm,
0: a, I'm not, i don't know why i'm apologizing to them um to be honest with you but yeah i am now the owner i bought a a professional semi-pro amateur g league zog sports basketball team for 185 dollars um so i am i am owner coach self-appointed captain star player
1: let me ask you one question sure before the season starts on Saturday, yep. what is your vision for this year?
0: I mean, I want to go pro. Um, I want to win the championship. I don't want to lose a game. So uh,
1: the bar's high. Perfection is your. Perfection,
0: goal. yeah. I mean, I want. I want to. When people ask me, "How did you know? What was the moment you knew you wanted to go pro?" And my answer will be what the moment I I owned a Zog Sport. When I bought a Zog Sports team, I know that's the Ron Burgundy's. Right. So yeah, it's a team of free agents. We've never met each other before, um, and I like our odds. I like him, Honestly, too. Um,
1: Except there's one move that you're going to have to stop doing. That's true.
0: So this week, Chris Dunn, um, I'm a big Bulls fan. Chris Dunn's star point guard on the Bulls right now. And Chris Dunn went up for a dunk and basically flew off the rim. Like, his momentum caught him. He flew off the rim. He face-planted on the hardwood and shattered his teeth. He, like, dislocated two of his teeth. And It's bad. It's really bad. And I'd like to announce my retirement from two-hand dunking. There's no other reason... Um, For those of you who say I can never two-hand dunk, I'll tell you proudly and matter-of-factly that I can count the number of times I've two-hand dunked on at least two hands. And that's 10 times for all of you math whizzes. And for those of you who say that my legs don't have anymore, I wish you'd said that to me yesterday before i retired from Twin Dunking, and I could have showed you.
1: I'd also like to announce my retirement from dunking. Yeah. Just in general. Right. 360s, reverse tomahawks, yeah. all the stuff that I Very used to dangerous. do. I gotta stop.
0: Yeah, so. I mean it sucks. So I'm I'm moving firmly to finger rolls and mid-range layups. I love it. Euro, just good Euro steps. Eurosteps. Speaking of Eurosteps.
1: And Eurosteps. Moscow got six minutes of sunlight in December.
0: Suicide's not a joke, guys. No, it's but not how has everyone in Moscow not killed themselves? How could you live there? Yeah. How it just is. There? It makes a lot of sense now. Of like all the Russian stereotypes of like loves vodka, yeah, I mean, drinks a lot, really not friendly to people, How seeming really sad, really good at cyber terrorism. Like, yeah. it all makes a lot of sense for a place that spends an entire month in darkness. Also, six minutes is such a sh- like you could take a poop and miss Missing, the sunlight, miss it all. Yeah, it's fine. like, oh, if the sun came out, that's unbelievable. I don't, I can't believe people live there in terms of. I'm sorry, I'm just talking. No, but in keep terms talking, it's a podcast. in terms of, oh my God, are we recording this? Yeah. In terms of places to live, and I'm not talking resources, I'm not talking government, I'm talking if you were going to start from scratch in a place, yeah. there's no place in the world worse to live than Russia. No chance. No chance. I guess you could say Antarctica if, yeah, you Antarctica if you were America. a cock. Like, yeah. don't fucking say that. Right. But like, Like, like a, a,
1: a, a, you know, a city or something like right. that. Like a place where A place where, where you could settle. And, yes, yeah, settled. Um, speaking of settling schools in britain are banning best friends and settling for you know bad childhoods
0: yeah for no friendship if you ban best friends you ban friends because yeah. it's it's impossible to have friends and not be like hey this one cuz friend you know what friendship is friendship is is it's a constant cost benefit analysis it's constantly. Is what is this rough, friend like? Even <laughs> as we're friends, this is a super gross. Right, analysis. it's terrible. But it's it's like, what have you done for me recently? You know, what have you done for me lately? I'm here. Like this, right? Like you know, as you know, as my best friend, you've you've done you've held your spot for a while, and good for you. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm doing what I can. You're, I mean, you, yeah, you better because the moment you you keep your head off a swivel, you're gonna be replaced. And
1: it requires work, and it I also think like best friend, um is such a childhood thing. Like you need you need to start you deciding need. what you like about people and things like that. Right. And like I have beautiful memories of my childhood best friends
0: right yeah childhood best friends are really important it's really it's important it's also like has banning something from kids ever made them do it less no no kids are dumb yeah it's like people do drugs it's why kids yeah it's people like, tell you not yeah, to it's our commentary on warrant drugs for the night yep. um also, if you support banning best friends, it's because your kid has no friends and that's your fault. Yeah. And your kid's gonna be a loser and maybe grow up to be a killer. You so. have to have
1: some serious issues if you're doing that because right. like keep it outside of school, be inclusive, be nice, but right. that's, let kids be kids. Let, back, let the kids
0: play. Bring the boys back, play. Bring it back to the, the theme, our relationship to nature. No friendships is a state of nature. And no. you've got to climb to the top somehow, and you need allies. Yeah, you, you gotta, know. It's, you need, every wolf needs a pack.
1: Right, wolf packs, groups of monkeys, gorillas, you know, that's yeah. like, yeah, how it goes. All those things.
0: Yep. We're in talking our, in my brain of the week. And this is actually in our brains of the week. This is. We have the is, same thing this week. We have the week. same thing this week. And we want to talk about porn plots. And just, you know what? Just porn in general. Porn in general. Never seen it, never watched it, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine told me about a plot recently because the big fad these days is, and I don't, as my friend told me, is like, I don't really understand it, but it's like having sex with with your step siblings. Yeah, people. It's like a re- love people that. love that. I don't really understand why. Um, again, I, I don't. I wouldn't know what to do with it if I saw it. Um,
1: it's incredible that it just like it permeates from what I've heard. Right. These websites. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, every, like step- hypothetically, step- if you were to click
0: yeah. right or left, you'd see one.
1: Right. One step sibling like has entered the. I don't know, the porn scape, then it's everywhere. It's
0: everywhere, right. And this one that my friend saw was basically like, mom was upset, mom who herself was a porn star was upset that brother and sister, sorry, brother and stepsister, were fighting. And so made them play a game of dominoes together. And my thought one is, what a ridiculous, sorry, my friend's thought one was, (laughs) what a ridiculous plot. And my other friend's thought was, the opening of the scene is like hypothetically, if you were to shoot a movie with your friends and you just said, "Hey, we're gonna f- just fucking improv it. We're just gonna let right. it go off the cuff. see how this goes." And each of you had in your head uh, like the good lines you wanted to say, and then you just said them over each other and like didn't really make it. That was what it was. Sweet according no to my friend, no one was, listening. No just, one was yeah. listening. It was to just your friend, but it was an absurd amount of time to spend on plot, according to my friend, and not on the actual. I guess they have sex yeah. in porn. Um, from what we've heard from what we've heard and you had a recent experience or your friend had a recent experience I've had friends
1: who've told me about this one too and I I won't talk too much about it because it's pretty self-explanatory but it's a theme that they've seen a lot where it's just like the theme is stuck and basically it's just women who get stuck like fixing the sink or putting in laundry or like with their head in between the banister railings and then sex goes from there like the man finds them and they have sex while she's stuck and that is, like, the weakest plot I've ever heard.
0: I, I will say that I am i probably have a foot taller than the average woman. And I rarely get stuck. So I, I don't know what spaces they People find themselves in. People don't get in. stuck. Am I not fixing her? Am yeah, single like, Am I not cleaning under the coffee table It's enough? just to me that's, like,
1: this industry is enormous, right? And the production value is going to, like, well, how do we get a woman to bend down? Oh, she'll get stuck under a glass table. Mm. And thats we deserve better writing than that. That we do. Speaking of better writing. Speaking of better writing. We we did a little competition this week.
0: We did. We're talking about ridiculous porn experiences that our friends have had. And so we, for the first time each, went on a, a, a pornography website and we found the most ridiculous pornography titles we could find. And we're going to play a little game. We're going to start a timer for a minute and we're going to read through some, uh, some porn titles for you and kind of, you know, uh, try to figure out what it's all about. Yep. All right. And the clocks
1: are going. I think the first title that... Immediately jumps out to me would be this one of "Dirty Wife Rides Brutal Dildo Looking at Pictures of Guys
0: with Big Cocks." Well, I don't know what I know like what two things are in that sentence. I don't know what the other four are.
1: Love the specificity in a title like that. Right,
0: you got it. I will say that this website, the navigation is very difficult for someone who's never been on it before. Yep, it's not a beginner. It's a a steep learning curve. Uh, "Horny Stepsister Fucked While Watching Lesbian Porn on Pornhub." Um, and I guess that's the name of the website and there's some self-promotion going on there yep. so I guess I'll give, I'll give credit to that
1: love that it, it calls itself out here's one that I like a lot which is Sniffing Steve a character we all know and love stuck to Anastasia's
0: smelly feet too oh my god I mean is it like uh, he's
1: stuck but to her feet that's, it looks that's like.
0: why you shouldn't ever mess around with corrosive uh, materials agreed um, uh, this one I just uh, my friend found was real hidden cam I ride on dick computer repairman he <laughs> <You> fucked me <laughs> Um, as someone who writes headlines for a living now, yeah. yeah, you could um, do better. I, yeah, I guess this one could be better. <laughs> or I guess the bar is much lower than I thought it was. Yeah,
1: here's one that sounds just like that Stepbrother grinding and come on yoga pants, sister, while she in trunk.
0: Ooh, that was just like that one. It's really like Which, let's just, what type of trunk do you think it is?
1: like probably a car trunk, from what it yes, looks like. It's a classic yeah. stuck. Right. You think it's a
0: hatchback or like a minivan? I'd hope a minivan. Me too. This next one is wet and pissy. Watch this sexy girl peeing and playing with her warm juices. Is I don't know. Is she? I don't. I just. I, is, I, is it warm? rubbing it on yeah. the floor? I don't know. That one didn't feel good. I mean, yeah, that's pretty is much. The timer gone off. The yet? timer's gone off. Okay. Well.
1: We did pretty well. Yikes. Easy to say that industry needs some help.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think maybe next week we'll write our own porn titles. Hey, okay. do you want to do this thing where we talk really fast? Make it the rest of the episode. Yeah, let's do it. Sick. Rational Fear of the Week. Um, I have a couple. Holding a sneeze and blowing a hole in my throat would never happen because I'm not going to hold my nose like an idiot. Um, falling and breaking all my teeth with dunking would have been a rational fear yesterday, but I retired from dunking. Being boiled alive as a lobster, we'll say that's rational. Yeah, that's pretty my worst fear. For me,
1: it's got to be holding a sneeze. What if I'm in a meeting or something like that and I just do it once and I blow a like hole a in my te- throat.
0: I'll teach you how to sneeze right. It freaks me out. Speaking of your fear, Butterfly Effect of the Week is everyone's going to stop holding in their sneezes and disease is going to run rampant. Yeah, and I'm, we can't have that.
1: I'm going to go with uh, rats are now off the hook and going to go crazy giving us new diseases. Oh, they, wow. you know, don't feel the guilt anymore. That's
0: a good one. The pro, the, another possible outcome of the week is people are going to make Tide Pods edible and Gushers will eventually go out of business. That'd be fucking... Because Tide Pods will smell better than Gushers. Yeah, be the same Gushers thing. are good though, but I hear are. you. Last Thematic one. Movie. Let's slow down a little bit. Thematic Movie right. of the Week, Master and Commander. What a great movie. I mean, I think we had a lot of things. the t- Friendship is in this. Nature. Nature. They're on a boat. It's on water. Um, Paul Bettany's character loves animals yeah. he loves science
1: performs surgery on himself he, he is he Charles Darwin? Baby, I guess but, we yeah. ever
0: know yeah he delivers his own baby but it's but a bullet it's, yeah out of his stomach right and it's a it's hunting accident yeah it's, it's bad it's awesome and it, it involves the best closing scene of, of jam session of all time it's an awesome and jam. what do we have to do to get a sequel?
1: I don't know we should write a letter we, we should, should write, write a letter, letter.
0: We should write or a letter. tweet a bunch. A tweet a bunch. Or petition. a letter,
1: an email or a letter would be
0: good. Right. Too. I think we can argue our way into a Master and Commander sequel and maybe we can meet Russell Crowe. Do you like Russell Crowe? Yeah, dude. Okay, yeah. yeah. I do too. At this point. Well, sorry to be
1: so nasty. No, when I no, no. That, of though, course. Like Russell Crowe. I feel like the
0: people used to be like mad when celebrities were douchebags and now people are realizing, realizing like it's actually okay if they're yeah. dicks. They just can't assault people. Yeah, actually, people are douchebags. Right. People are douchebags. That's yeah. what <laughs> it certainly seems yeah, like. Certainly true. Oh, what's that? It's our favorite section of the week Room, Room to Tone. Perfect, Everyone shut up, French, <laughs> shut up. Me, shut up. <laughs> wow, really good room tone. Super. I, mean, nice. I, I felt so good about it. I'm gonna cut it, you know, 55 seconds short this week. Love it. Wow, that's our episode. Thanks for listening. Wow, that was. Let's wrap it up real fast. We'll wrap it real fast. Hey. Thanks, see ya. Oh, <laughs> thanks. bye. Hey, dude, quick question for you. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, thanks for listening. We, we really and please share it with your friends. Yeah, you fucks, goddamn it, please. We we need your help. And that was. Here's a podcast. Are you happy now? Are you happy now? No. Okay. Are you? Of course not. We'll see you next week. See you next time.